Wait, tell me about you and that girl. What do you mean? Your ex. What do you want to know? Just your relationship. It's, from when I would speak with you, it seemed like it was rocky sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to, like... I'm trying to not find bad things about it. Because I don't think it really was. But now it's like... After speaking... Or the last time we spoke, it was like, wow, like... So, essentially, how how I feel right now is... I feel like I was... I don't want to say used. But I was just a phase. Um, or... Or... Or a support system, and I don't want to use that either because I don't. I don't. I didn't feel like that. I only feel like that now. Um, and I say that because when we met, she had just came back from school upstate to come to school down where we live in the city, and um, we met and we hung out like you and um, Lorenzo. That's his name, right? Yeah. So we hung out, like, like the whole summer we hung out. And, and it's funny you say the, the six-month thing is too soon, because I think on around the six-month is when she she had already... I'm going on a little tangent, but um, she had already, like, liked me. But I had um, trust issues at the time. Mm-hmm. I did not want to let anyone in. So I was, I was okay with being friends with being friends with her, but, like, I kind of, like... No, not kind of. I definitely liked it, but I wasn't going to say anything until she said something or she did something. Because I'm like, I'm not going to go through what I've just been through a couple, couple, not couple months back. Anyway, we, we made out on the sixth month. This is what I'm getting to. <clears throat> and at first, like, I, <clears throat> I went in for the kiss and she turned her head because she was nervous. But she wanted to do it, too. So it was like a weird situation. Yeah. I'll never forget that. It was like one of the funniest. It was funny. The way it happened, because I think she started laughing, and then I started laughing, and then, you know. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm in that space of feeling like I was just a phase, because she came home from, from upstate, went to school here in New York. I mean, here in New York. There in New York, <clears throat> um, we met, and we dated for those three years, and those three years, like, I, I would like to think I helped her grow as a person. Like, she helped me grow as a person. I will never discredit her for the person you see in front of you today, you know what I mean? So she, I helped, I helped her grow as a person and she helped me grow as a person, but you know, there's, there's communication sometimes is, is difficult. Um, and for me, I don't like to overstep bound. I, I, I make up boundaries that people don't give me. Mm-hmm. That's a problem I have. So, <laughs> and, and it's funny in hindsight, because when we first started dating, she was like, oh, we're going to go on breaks all the time. Right, this is like maybe a month or two months into dating. She's like, we're gonna go on breaks all the time, so you know, get used to it. Right? Maybe in a maybe in a less aggressive tone, but that's what she said. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, like I'm I'm a sweet dude. I'm genuine. Why would you ever feel the need to you know go on a break with me? So like, I I didn't think anything of it because I was so sure of myself and my ability to be a good boyfriend or be a good lover, whatever the case may be. Um, and. What she said came true because we literally went on several breaks, none of which I initiated. But um, we went on a, we went on our first break because she said she needed time to herself, which understandable. She just got out of a relationship when she was upstate and then came down, met me. We got in a relationship. How did you, know? you meet? 
Um, Tinder. I tell people I tell people Instagram so they don't judge, but um, I did use Tinder back in the day, um, and I never used Tinder to have um. Tinder was, I'm, 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 I am, I'm not against sex, but I'm so against just fucking to fuck. Like I don't understand. I mean, more power to people who can do that. I personally cannot have sex with anyone and not get attached to them. It just doesn't work. So I don't do it anymore. I've done it twice and I'm like, I'm not doing this again. This is, I feel terrible afterwards. Like, why did you leave me? Why are you not my, you know, anyway, tangents, another tangent. Anyway, um, I, I forgot what, even what I was saying. But anyway, we went on, we went on a break. You went on a break. She came. She, she went just... In November of 2017, I'm pretty sure we went on our first break. And um, the last girl that went on the quote-unquote break with me went and hooked up with another guy and then came back to me. So I was triggered when she went on the break. And um, then she came back. That makes sense. And I started crying in the dark room, just bawling, like bawling tears bawling tears and she's like you know confused why are you crying I said I was coming back and I was like well I didn't I didn't think you were because I've heard that before and then you know it's something else um but things were cool after that for a minute uh, and then it, it was every every fall winter we went on a break or she initiated a break so um I believe it had to do with her seasonal depression but I am no clinical doctor to say that but it, it's just a pattern only during, never during the summer did we take breaks. Never during the spring. Only during the fall and the winter, where she felt at her worst. So that's why I attribute it to. Um, did you still? Were you in communication then, or not really? So, and this is the boundary I place on myself that she never placed. If you tell me we're on a break and you need space, I'm giving you that 100%. Even though it may kill me inside that I want to talk to you every day, you ask me to be patient with you and give you your space. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Even though I want to reach out. And my friend actually explained to me the other day that sometimes girls are like that. They're like, they want to, they want their space, but they also want to know that you still want to talk to them, even though they're, you're, you're giving them space, which is a contradiction in my head. And I can't till this day wrap my head around it. Um, but yeah, we went on, we went on a couple of breaks after that during the fall, winter. Um, one of the big issues in the relationship was um, uh, being around my friends. So, like, for instance, if I wanted to introduce you to her, you'd have to be in New York City. Or I'd have to, we'd both have to fly out to California. You know what I mean? So a lot of my friends aren't from the city. I made majority of my friends in Philadelphia. And they either lived in Philadelphia, lived in Jersey. That's where you went to school? Correct. So a lot of the, the bonds that I made with, the, you know, the glow up when you go to college, you, like, become in, you, you come into your own. Mm-hmm. So um, she... Now she, um, a lot of my friends weren't around, so I couldn't like, hey, you know, meet this person, meet this person, meet, meet this person, and then I would only hang out with one of my group of friends, you know, once every while, and I just wanted, I just want to enjoy my friends. Like I don't want to have to cater to your not not cater. I don't like I don't like that that terminology catering. It's not catering because it's like you're in a relationship. You're not catering to them. You're not even appeasing them, but just like. The dynamic that comes with having a significant other around your friends, mm-hmm. especially friends I haven't seen in a long time, I didn't want to have to always have to do that. Yeah. But my mom also, or my, not even my mom, a lot of people explain to me is just extend that invitation, even though you don't want to do certain things or have a certain rejection or whatever, extend the invitation because then that gives a person to understand that you do want them there and that 
if they say no, they say no, you deal with it. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So that was like one of the things that taxed our relationship. We went on a break January 3rd, 2020. That's what that break... I remember the dates. That was, that was the break that we, we went on then, January 3rd, 2020. Um, and then we went to a photo shoot. She sent me a text. She was like, hey, because we, we, we were in a New York Times magazine. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah, we were on New York Times magazine, so... The, the recruiters or whatever you call those people hit us up so she she texts we're on break so she texts me and she's like hey do you want to come and in 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 reality i was like i was pissed yeah. right because it's like we done this that was like our fifth i think that was either our fifth or fourth break and i was like i'm literally tired of doing this like in my head so I was like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. But inside, I'm like, yeah, I duh, I want to talk to you. Like, I'm just very upset right now. That's just how I'm feeling right now. But I still want to talk to you. So we went to the um, photo shoot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, uh, I don't think I'm photogenic, unnaturally. Like, if you like dance for me, I'm, it's not gonna be genuine. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're gonna try and capture a picture of me dancing because you asked me to dance rather than me me being yeah me being in a vibe and then you you know ask then you catch me whatever anyway um so we met for that and then like i was just gonna go there and then go home and like go about the break or break up whatever and then she's like where are you going and i was like i'm, I'm about to go eat breakfast like i was very monotone because i was like Duh. Why? Why are you not not dub? Is like why are you talking to me? Like you, you just you just said you wanted to go on a break. You just wanted to break up. Whatever. Why are you talking to me? Um, but then she was like, "Do you mind if I come?" And I was like, "Sure." So then we went to the diner, and then like like I said, when I sit down and eat with people, it's like it makes me feel if if even if like I have so much like animosity towards you for some reason, if I sit down and like break bread with you, everything is we're on a neutral plane. You know what I mean? So we sat down and ate, and, like, I'm sitting across from her, and I'm like, I feel good. You know, I don't feel that anger I was feeling anymore. And then she tells me, you know, um, she's sorry that she went on, we going, went on the break. Like, she just needed some time to, like, go through some things. Um, and then we got back together. And then September 25th, 2020, we went on another break, pandemic, right? So um, leading up to that, I would go to her house every weekend. I'll take the bus two hours, take the bus and train to her house for two hours, um, and then either take the bus home or her pops would drive me up. There's nothing. I drove across the country. There's nothing, there's no amount of time that is too much for me to go see someone. I, I personally believe that, and I practice it. So I did that almost every weekend. Um, I also played basketball outside during the, the pandemic with people I knew. Right, with people I knew. So it was like, I was trying to explain to her, you know, I'm not... Technically, I'm not safe, but, like, this is my circle. So my circle's not... I trust my circle to not spread the disease, you know? And no, none of my friends I played basketball with had COVID during COVID. None of them. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing. It was, like, dealing with COVID, and then she was, like, she felt like she wasn't being stimulated, um, which I guess I don't know how to... Or didn't know how to stimulate her enough. And it's, like, I did, but there's... You have to my my way of stimulation is let's go and do something right let's go somewhere, but during the pandemic, you have to alter your way of approaching certain things, so like she would want to talk on the phone and I wouldn't want to talk on the phone because I'm not a very I wasn't a very um talk on the phone kind of person like I'll text you whatever, but 
I don't know. Talking on the phone is very weird to me. So we, she just got like fed up with that. And I had rolled my ankle playing basketball, I think a week earlier. So this is all leading up to that. So then she texts me one day. She's like, I need to talk to you. And like, I kind of felt it already after the conversation we had about me, like her, I mean, about her needing stimulation. So I was like, all right, she's about to dump me again. So I was like, listen, if you're going to dump me, just dump me over text. Just do me this favor. Like my ankles, my ankles rolled right now. I don't really want to deal with like all this going on. So she was like, I really need to talk. I just need to talk to you in person. So I get on my bike and ride a mile to the train station for her to dump me essentially. And I wasn't, not that I wasn't listening to anything she was saying, but she was making, in hindsight, she made very, very valid points as to what she needs from the, from the relationship and what I wasn't providing, mm-hmm. which I am capable of providing. But I wasn't hearing it because I was, one, in pain, and it's like, I just, you're dumping me while I'm like, at, not at my lowest, but I'm at a low point, and I'm not feeling well. So um, we break up. That was a breakup breakup. We weren't going on a break. That was a breakup breakup. And then... Um, I go home, I, I, I'm pissed, like, angry. I delete all her photos off my phone. I delete all her photos off Instagram. I unfollow her. I unfollow her brother. A whole bunch of stuff, because I was, like, genuinely, like, very upset. Like, that that's probably, in my entire life, I don't get upset very easily. But in my entire life, that was probably the most upset I've ever been in my life. My mom was like, my mom never has to ask me to calm down, but she's like, you need, you need to calm down. Like, you're, you're, really, you're really raging. And I was like... I'm never talking to girls again. Like, they're all the fucking... I didn't curse, but I was like, they're all the fucking same. I don't want to talk to girls. They all do the same shit to me, et cetera, et cetera. And then, like, eventually I calmed down. I watched um, um, The Notebook. You ever watch The Notebook? That humbled me real quick. Um, and then I watched Blue Valentine, which made me feel like I was, like, the one of the characters in the movie. But, um, I wrote her a letter because I, after I calmed down, like, I was able to replay the events that were just, you know just happened and realized she was making very valid points that I wasn't doing enough during the pandemic to like you know make her feel heard not make her feel heard but validate her feelings or validate the things that she was saying and things that she needed so we got back together after that and we were good for the most part up until uh, September right yeah September is good and then summer of 2020 we were supposed to move out right obviously we didn't because of the pandemic um, but while we're while the pandemic's happening, I'm getting the unemployment checks, so I'm saving money, and then I think it was after that that talk we had, or the le- yeah the talk we had after the letter I sent her, I realized all right, cool. So she she needs stimulation, right? She needs she's an outdoorsy person, like she'll she'll go out whenever, just have a grand old time. Like I'm 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 not that extroverted to that extent, but I will go out and you know go do things depending on how I'm feeling you know but um I figured if I got a car one I wouldn't have to ask for ask for a ride home anymore two we can go anywhere literally anywhere because I can drive us everywhere so that's when I bought the car in November how much was your car 3,500 oh damn you paid $50,000 for a car I'm gonna sell my car for $50,000 for that's when you told me that I blew my mind. You paid fifty grand for that Honda Fit, bro. It's a Fit. It's a twelve hundred dollar car on a good day. Anyway, I paid I paid thirty five hundred dollars okay, for my car. Now. You're cold. I'm vibing. Get okay, a blanket. Get okay. a blanket. Keep oh, you want to sit here instead? No. Okay. Um, I'll wait till you get back. I'm
Bruh. Is that cold? Hell yeah. You put the North Face on? Hell you would not survive New York winters. You would not. Okay with that. Damn. She got the North Face in the blanket. Um, but yeah, so I got the car in hopes to um you know it was it was a lot of things involved with it. So and another thing, an issue of mine is I have my own plans, but I don't necessarily um verbalize them. Yeah. I, I just be doing stuff. Yeah. And then you hopefully you trust me enough to see the vision, you know? That's just how I am. Are you saying that because is that is that what you see from me? Yeah. Yeah. So, I got the car one so we can um so we can um go places one because I love cars and this is my first car I saved up enough for it. Two, I don't have to ask your dad for um rides anymore. Four, if we move, we we move to a city where you need a car or something like that. We have that, you know. So it was a lot that went into me buying the car. It wasn't just me. Oh, I got money for it. Let me go buy it. You know, that's not how I spend money. I spend money very meticulously, and that's another thing I didn't, or maybe she didn't believe, or I don't know, but money was def not money was an issue, but like my spending habits was an issue for her. So what do you mean? So I I used to get fly, like you, you see how I dress or how I used to dress. I'd go out and buy clothes because I like buying. The first thing people see when they see you and meet you is what? Your outfit. Your skin tone. Then your outfit. That was a trick question. So they see that. And then it's like your, your, what you wear is an outward expression of who you are as a person. Believe it or not, you, your clothes tell people who you are. It does. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's up to you. But if, if you wore like, if I met you for the first time and you had like Daisy Dukes on, a bandana tied around, you know, the, the, the we can do it girl. I'd be like, oh shit, you know, she's she about her, you know, manufacturing shit, you know, woman empowerment type shit, you know. But when I first met you, you had, you had the big hair, you had, I think you had just jeans and everything. I was like, she's just, a, you know, a city girl, you know, it's just a city girl, but she got a free spirit because she got all that hair. You feel me? So like you can you can read people based on like their, you know, what they're wearing. But anyway, that's that's another tangent. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I'd buy clothes. I'd buy her clothes. And I'm a, my love language is gift giving. Um, so for Christmas, I, and this is, this is like my first girl. I, won't, I will call her my first girlfriend, not to discredit the girls that I've dated before, but she's like the first like complete girlfriend, you know, in terms of it lasted long enough. Um, she, at, at one point, she was sure that she wanted to be with me. Um, so like it w- I would call her like my first real relationship, um, but I would always go extra extra hard for Christmas because like I want to show you that this is how much I care about you by getting you not extravagant gifts, just things that you like. Like for for instance, she likes Brockhampton, or maybe she doesn't anymore, but she likes Brockhampton. So I went and bought her a Brockhampton vinyl, just just off the strength of her telling me that she likes Brockhampton. She said that she wanted to go back to Texas because she went to visit her friends in Texas. So I went and got her like a tour guide book that shows you neat places in Texas to go. Right. She didn't she didn't need these things. But like for me, like you tell me you like these things. Like I'm listening to you say that you like these things. I'm, I'm going to try and like sh- give you some some kind of way to show you that I understand that you like these things. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to explain my love language to myself and to other people. Um but that was like Christmas and birthday. I always went crazy. Even like one one of the her favorite artists is like Peter Saul. I don't know the guy very well because I'm not I'm not an artist. But I know she likes him, right? And he released a sweater 
And the sweater was like $100, right? And she's like, oh, man. And she was just normal conversation. She was like, I really wish I could, like, get this sweater, right? And she, I know she's not the type of person to tell me she likes something for me to go buy it. I already know that. So she's not a gold digger. So I went on the website, and I, I just bought it. And I bought the last one. And that made me feel so good because, one, it's her favorite artist. And I bought the last one. Like, she, she's like, I mean, I don't know how many sweaters they made, but, like, she has a piece of, I guess, a piece that no one else has. So, like, it, it made me feel good that I can, like, give her that, you know? Um, and she cried when I gave it to her. So that made me feel even better because I was like, look, I finally did it. You know, I finally gave her something that she really, really wanted. So it's other extra shit. Um, but, yeah, spending was a, a, a big issue. Um, for last Christmas, I bought her a pair of Yeezys, right? And the plan was to move out together this summer. And that's December time, right? So she sees that I buy the, the sneakers, and they're like $200 sneakers. And I told her that I put money aside. Even though I bought the car and was getting unemployment checks and saving up to move, I put money aside for Christmas. Every Christmas I do it, I put money aside. I have a budget, and I stick to that budget. And for that Christmas, I wanted to, I wanted to go all out. And I wanted to have matching outfits. I don't know if you've seen that. Maybe not. Um, but we had matching yellow jackets matching Yeezys and matching pants and like that's like the, one of the highlights of the relationship I, I've always wanted to have matching outfits with my significant other <laughs> as head ass as, as head ass as it sounds as head ass as it sounds that's literally like that's literally my energy um, but like of course she sees that they're very expensive sneakers so she's like you know kind of bothered that I spent the money on them because I guess she thinks that I spent the money on that and not put money aside to move um, so at one point, she gets hit by a car. I don't remember the exact date. She got hit by a car, but she got hit by a car. She was, like, immobile for a little bit. So she had to stay home for weeks. And as an artist, from what I understand from dating one, they need to constantly produce art to feel like they're being productive, you know? So I seen that it was, like, eating away at her. She texted me how mis- Not miserable. Let me not call her miserable. She'd see how... Not she see. She'd tell me how how it made her feel not to be able to be in the studio. So I went and got her paints and everything from the studio and brought it back to her house to her. But I had went and played basketball, I think, a week a week earlier or anything. So I was, like, under quarantine or whatever. Um, so I got, got her, pan, her, her uh, paints and everything, dropped them at her house, said hi to her mom, everything like that. And then later on she told me, like, it's nice that I, you know, dropped off the paints, but that's not what she wanted. You know, she wanted me to be there in the house and, you know, be there to comfort her while she's going through this, you know, recovery recovery period. And, like, it kind of hurt because I put in a lot of thought and effort into getting this stuff that you said you liked for you to make art so you don't have to feel sad anymore because I know I can't be there all the time. So, like, I feel like it's just a repetitive stress of, like, me missing my mark or not speaking the proper language that she needs to hear um but um that was january i want to say yeah i'm pretty sure that was january i'm still a little foggy i'm trying to line the dates up september we split then we got back together october was fine november i got the car december she might have got hit in December. Jan- yeah, all right, so she got hit anywhere between January, I mean December and January. But I'm um, driving her to physical therapy. 
So, like, you know, I'm trying to spend quality time. After work, I'll... After work, go to her house, drive her to physical therapy, come back to her house, eat dinner with them, vibe out with her, then go back home, go back to work the next day, or whatever the case may be. Um, and then we get to February, and I go hang out with a friend of mine and for his birthday. It's just me and the bros. Well, me and the bros, and then one of my bros bought his girlfriend at the time. Um, Because she lived in New York City. So I wasn't, not that I didn't want to invite her, but like, I thought it was, you know, with the bros type type beat, you know? Um, And then afterwards, now that a friend of mine that she hasn't met was in the city, I called her and I was like, hey, do you want to, you want to meet Joe? The guy who lives in uh, Santa, Santa, what, what's San, San Jose? Mm -hmm. Is that up from here? No, okay. The one that's like, so Oakland's here. Then it's San San Francisco. Then San Anselmo. No, no, no. It's like a it's like a regular one. San Mateo. No, no, no. It's like San, all right. So Oakland, San Francisco. Then up here, it's above us, upper left. Uh, uh, San, Santa Rosa. Oh. That's up, right? Yeah. Yeah, Santa Rosa. That's where he's at. I love it there. Um. So he he was with he's with me. I was like, oh, do you want to meet Joe? You know, you haven't got to meet you want to meet Joe. She she's like, oh. You know, I just came back from the store. I got wine. I'm about to go upstairs to, you know, either do work or drink wine, you know? So, like, in my head, I was like, all right, she's she's busy. But, like, if we pop out for a little bit, you know, it'll be a, a vibe. She gets to finally meet one of my, my best friends, you know? Because that's one of the things that was a taxing on the relationship. So... My bro my was like, um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna walk all the way, cause I gotta drive to me and my girlfriend to Jersey, and I was like, all right, cool. So then I text her, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go home. And then she was like, WTF? What do you, you don't want to see me, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, whoa, no, no, no. Like, my bro said that he, he, he can't make it, so I'm just gonna go home. And you sounded busy. And then she's like, you don't think that I would, you know, um, put my stuff down to come hang out for a little bit. And, like, honestly, I, I didn't feel that way. And that's because I placed a boundary on myself that she didn't place there, which was art is her, art is her main passion, right? Art has always been her main priority. And then it was me, you know? And I was okay with that because I feel like everyone should be... Everyone should have their, their passion and what they're passionate about should come first. I mean, you, yourself obviously should come first, but that goes hand-in-hand with what you're passionate about. Um, so I placed this boundary that if she's doing anything art related, don't interrupt her. Wait for her to come to you to tell, you know, to interact with you. And that's not what she said, but that's what I felt I should do. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to go home rather than I'm going to go see. I'm still going to go see her because I wanted to, even though I did want to want to. I was like, All right, art's more important. So I'll see her later this weekend, which we do every weekend. Um, but then I, I went to meet her. She came downstairs. Um, we spoke for a little bit, and then I asked her, like, where would I fit in in terms of art? Because I know art's, like, her her passion, what she's, what she's very... I'm afraid this is going to fall. I don't know why. Um... Where would I fit in, you know? Like, if we move in together, because we were planning to move in together this year, if we move in together, you know, how how often can I expect to see you? You know, are you going to come home for dinner, et cetera, et cetera? 
Um, and then she's like, oh, she doesn't know. She may spend the week in the studio and not come home. And, like, genuinely, I was genuinely asking so I can figure out how I need to carry myself, you know, so I don't feel like she's ignoring me if she doesn't come come home for a week. It's like, oh, she's doing artwork. She's not ignoring me. So I, I can just mentally prepare. I'm, I'm all about mentally preparing way in advance rather than just waiting for it to happen and dealing with what my brain is brain is thinking at the time. That's a dog? Y'all all got dogs in here, huh? It's crazy. No cats. Some haters. Um, so she starts crying, and I'm like, I, I get, like, not panicky, but I was, like, very confused, because I was like, I'm just asking a, a genuine, genuine, general question. Like, I'm not trying to imply anything. I'm just trying to get myself some understanding. And then she tells me how one of her professors told her that Sometimes she's going to have to sacrifice relationships for art um, if, if you want to, you know, truly be successful or true, something like something along those lines, she said. And I was like, OK. Um, and then she brought up some other stuff about my spending. And then I told her, like, ever since Christmas, I haven't really spent much money. I've literally been saving because I know we're planning on moving out. Um, and then she says she feels like the car was supposed to be a sense of uh, independence, but it really wasn't. And which kind of felt like a slap in the face because she was like so supportive of me getting the car. But then once I got it, then the, her, her, her feelings on it changed. And the thing is, her mother got into a car accident where her, um, she had like, I think a rod placed in her arm. And I mean, the accident happened for a separate reason, but in my head, I was like, if I get into a car accident in this car with this girl in it and she gets injured, I'm literally never going to forgive myself. And that's just how I am. So I spent all of November fixing it, all of December fixing it, all of January fixing it, trying to get it to a point that it's like, um, you know, more reliable. So if we do get into an accident, like... That's not your responsibility. It's out of your control, though. I, I know, but there's still preventative measures you can take, you know? That's just that's just how I just want it to be. There isn't. I know. If you there's no way that you will know you will get in, in a car accident or not or what would happen or not. I just. I just don't want her to get hurt. Yeah. You know. Um. Or you know, be in the car and it smells like gasoline, and then you know she ends up getting carbon monoxide poisoning or something like that. You know. Um, so she said that and like that was a, that felt like a slap in the face because I was like I'm, 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 I'm updating her I'm like I'm working on the car I'm still saving for us to move what's the deal um, anyway um, we end up splitting after that and she's like oh is this a break or a breakup and, I was, and she's like oh we don't she doesn't feel like we can grow together right which, which she's, she's said multiple times and it's like you, you can't spend three years with someone and then keep saying that you don't feel like you can grow together because if 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 you can look back three years from now and say you're the same exact person that you are then by all means then we can't grow together because you spent three years being the same exact person so if you can look back three years from now three you have rats running on your trees not squirrels, squirrels. No, no 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 that no no it did not have a furry tail there's some baby ones nah that motherfucker was big I know a New York City rat when I see one. I was like a diet version. Hey, bro. 
Hope he don't come over here with rats that. Rats don't fucking climb, bruh. Are you serious? Yeah. Bro, rats literally do everything. No, they don't. They are the smartest rodents There's on the planet. There's squirrels here. Help. Sometimes they come and hang out here and they fucked up my cactus. What? <laughs> How they fuck up your cactus? That's beautiful. Um, okay. Oh yeah, so um, I'm I'm like updating her that yeah. I'm that I'm work that I'm working on the car, so she sees that like it's not just it's just not in vain. That's gonna be me and my cat, me and cheese. Um, so I was like, it's it's it it sucked that she said all that that we couldn't grow together. Even though I feel like we've literally been growing the entire time we were dating. I, that's just me, you know? Maybe maybe I was the only one growing, and I just was stunting her growth, you know? Anyway, um, she's like, is it going to be a break or a breakup? And I was like, you have to treat it like a breakup. If you're going to feel like you can't grow with me, you know, just treat it like a breakup then. You got to do you. you this is a break or a breakup? You literally. And this, this is what's confusing me. She She's initiating Sorry. it. It's fine. She, she's, she initiated it. And then wants to see where I stand on. And I, I said, I don't want to do this. I've said, like, I, I was like, I literally love you. I don't want to do this anymore. Not like I don't want to do this anymore, like be together. But like, I don't want to keep doing these breaks. Like, I don't want to do this. And she's like, she feels like she, need, she needs to do it. Is this a break or a breakup? And I was like, I'll, I'll always love you. There's not one, there's no amount of time that you spend away from me that when you come back, I'm not going to feel the same way. And she's like, you can't say that. You don't know that. And I was like, I'll prinky promise you. And, like, I don't know if you know, but I'm very, very serious about my pinky promise. If my pinky promise you something, I'm going to take that to the grave if I don't complete that. You know what I mean? So she denied my pinky promise, which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she didn't think it was that serious. I did. Um, and then she was, like, she was like a year, and I was like, it doesn't matter the amount of time. Three years, a month, I was like, it literally doesn't matter. Like, I, I already made up my mind that I'm trying to spend the rest of my life with you, so there's no amount of time that I'll spend away from you that'll make me feel like I don't want to be with you anymore. You know what I mean? But that's just when you know what you want in life and what you want from your significant other. I don't think she... I don't want to speak for her, but I don't think she knew what she wanted or what her end goal is in terms of relationships. Um, but... We we went uh, we we split after that. Um, she asked me to ride the train home with her, and of course I am because I'm still like this is still my girlfriend. Like I want to be like, you know, fuck you. No, you just broke my heart. I'm out of here. I want to do that, but that's not who I am. Like I try not to act off emotion all the time. Just be very methodical about it. So I just took the train. I was like, you know, trying to maintain my composure because I was clearly hurt. And then she she asked me. Uh, you're not going to talk to other girls, right? And I was like, no, I'm not going to talk to other girls. Cause, and, I, and I wasn't, because like, I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm after, I didn't say after this, I'm tired, but like, I, don't have the, I don't have the energy to try and hook up or try and date someone else after this. Like, I just spent three years dating you. Why, why would you think I'm just going to be off you that quickly? Um, but anyway... Um, we ride the train home. She tells me that she still loves me. Um, then we go our separate ways. We don't talk. I send her an email about a week later asking to see her. Because I have more to say. When I'm hurt, I can't fully articulate what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I kind of clam up. So 
I have more to say, but I didn't. Then I was like, oh, can we talk in a week? And she's like, I don't think I can see you until after. Oh, this is her final semester, by the way. So, like, I was asking about moving in. She just broke her foot. And this is her final semester. So, like, she was in the same similar situation with my ankle in terms of all this stuff piled up trying to figure it out. Um, but she says, yeah, I'll see you after my, my crit, which is like three months down the line. Um, I wrote her a letter every day. This is before I sent the email, by the way. Um, I started writing a letter to her, I think it's either a day or two days after. Cause I was like, damn, like that's my road dog. Like who am I going to talk to every day? Like I literally spoke to her every day. And I told you, like I stopped talking to my other women friends and I got the bros in the group chat, but like, you can't just, it's a different dynamic, you know? So I literally had no, not didn't have anyone to talk to, but like missed the feeling of talking to her and just, you know, telling her what's going on. So I wrote her a letter every day, just telling her what I was doing, you know, or what I was thinking about what happened or just what I'm thinking in general about the future, what she said, what I think, just genuine, like what's going on in my life. So I did that from like the 28th to or the 27th. I don't remember, but the whole three months that we weren't talking, I wrote her a letter every day. Um, and then we met and that's when like, that's when things like really like, you know, I guess finally clicked for me because we met and, you know, I gave her a hug. I haven't seen her in three months and I was like, I was excited, but I was like, I need to maintain, like, I don't want to show that I'm too excited because I don't want to be the only one who's like, wow, I get to see like the person I've been waiting to see for three months. And she's just like, oh, it's good, bro. How, how you feeling? You know, you want to match the energy. Um, So we, we hugged. It was it was cool, whatever. She told me um what she's been up to. Um, she told me she spent all of March, not, not all of March, but majority of March drunk and, um, doing stupid things, um, which, you know, and remember I told you earlier, like when I'm with someone, I don't think about my insecurities, but once I'm separate from the person, my insecurities start to flare up. So when she said stupid things, I was just like, wow, she just, you know, fuck 20 guys or hit up someone she used to talk to and like anyway she said she did that she started smoking again um we worked i'm gonna say she did majority of the work because she's the one who's addicted but we worked together to quit smoking um i even offered to get her nicotine gum so she can you know have the nicotine but not have to actually inhale it um one christmas i actually bought her like a jumbo pack of gum because I, I I think I read or something like that that people were trying to quit smoking. It's like an oral asphyxiation. So if you chew gum, it kind of takes your mind off it. Um, she started smoking again. Um, and then she's moving in with her friend um, in Washington, I think, or something like that. Up, up, whatever, Oregon or Washington, one of these two states above us. She's moving in with them, with him. And I'm... Um, I'm I'm sitting there just, you know, taking this all in because, like, this, this past three months, I've been fucked up. Like, I've just been, like, going through it. And, like, she's just... I'm not going to say she had the time of her life, but, like, she wasn't even worried about me. Like, I wasn't even a thought in her mind, you know? Um, and then what, what hurt the most is that three months ago, at the time, I was just asking her about moving in, and now she's about to move in with someone else. So, like, I'm like, what's the difference between them and me? 
And, like, my insecurities are telling me, like, now she's dating this guy. This guy's her best friend that she's been friends with before they met me. So in my mind, it's like, okay, now they're dating. She's going to move in with him. But then another part of me is telling me she's moving in with him because, one, that's her best friend. Like, you would always want to live with your best friend. And you don't have to worry about the dynamics of a relationship when you live with your best friend. It's just you're living with your friend, not your significant other. But, like, I'm, I'm... constantly every day literally every day having this internal battle in my head of what to believe is true and what to believe is not true and someone asked me to just just ask if she's dating him you know just to get it out the way and I was like I don't think I want that because I'm ignorance is bliss you know that kind of thing um so that's that um he's coming to New York and then they're driving across they're doing what essentially what I did driving across the country to wherever he lives at um, and she said she wants to get her driver's license so she can help him drive across the country and that was another slap in the face because whenever we went on on long distance travels or whatever I'd be the only driver right and I started to teach her how to drive and then that got in the way of us like hanging out together so I didn't teach her very often, but she could have, you know, got lessons from an actual place or something like that. So it's like, you're, you're willing to go the extra mile to get your license for this guy, but not for me. Like, I'm just having those, those battles with myself about the relationship now that it's over. And this is why I feel like I was just a phase, because she's graduated now. So, like, she's graduated, she can... And she's single. She can do whatever now. Um, but yeah, we haven't really... Well, we haven't spoken since then. I reached out to her twice. Um, she hasn't reached out to me. So I think I'm, I'm going to take the message as... She is done with me. Which is okay. I just have to learn to accept it. Um, I feel like a loser. I feel like a loser because um, I can't keep girls. Like, it's just not in my DNA. It's not your fault. Y- you say that, and I hear you, and I believe, I want to believe that. But if uh, someone explained, not someone, or, or yeah, someone explained to me that if the same thing keeps happening over and over again, there's always one common factor that's making it happen. So... What's the common factor between all these different girls and one me? <laughs> me. <laughs> Literally me. It has to be something it could I'm be your doing. Patterns. My it patterns. It have to be you. Well, my patterns are me, no? No, they're not. Your patterns are your patterns. Your person is a different thing. I need, I need a little more clarification on that. Let's see. I'm dating this girl. I've been dating this girl. We're not really dating anymore. <laughs> but she is somebody that is a very she's a very cool person I like her I don't like her patterns so I like her as a person so I can hang out with her and like be her friend I'll be her friend because I like her as a person sometimes I don't want to be around her because of her patterns what are her patterns what do you mean her patterns like let's say this this person is a caretaker. She takes care of everybody. She's an empath. Mm. She has zero boundaries with people. Oh. She like 
will do whatever, drop whatever to help her friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, doesn't put herself first. Oh, that's gang. Um, she doesn't... She doesn't really take care of herself. She takes care of everybody else. Okay. And so I love her, her as a person. I don't like her patterns. And we've had multiple, like, so many conversations about, like, where she's been like, well, why do you want to be in a relationship to me if, like you don't like the way I move in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, because I can separate your patterns from who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, but then at the end of the day, it's, it's like, what am I really, I was talking to my friend Angie yesterday, I was like, what, do, what, why am I really in this, like, friendship relationship mm-hmm. with this person that like when we spend time together she doesn't give me what I need Mm. like even as a friend like as a like when I'm with my friends when I'm with somebody I love like a lover my love language is quality time so Mm. that means that I give you my undivided attention Mm. and I expect the same back Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. That means I'm not going to be on my phone. That means I'm not going to be, like, distracted by other shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just spending time with you because I genuinely want to spend time with you. And so with her, it's, like, always, like, I'm with her and she's, like, on her phone. And I have to be, like, hey, uh, drop the phone. Or, like, hey, start a vibe. Uh, do this. Or, like, hey, like, no phones at the dinner table. Like, hey. <laughs> no phones at the dinner table? That's crazy. Or, but you have to go through all that. Like the the last time she slept over, I was like, "Can you turn your phone off, like the ringer, because it kept going off." And oh, she notifications. Like, no. And I was like, "Can you please turn the ringer off? Like, I need, to, I, I need to work. Like, oh. I'm gonna work." And she's like, "No," and she was just like on her phone till like three a.m. Like, that's an addiction. That's kind of wild, actually. And so I'm just like. I remember one time I woke up and I could see her on her phone and I wanted to say something fucked up like fucking go home or like <laughs> go, to that, go to that fucking person's house whoever you're talking to like go give them your undivided attention like, nah, no you can't do that it's toxic but I was like yeah. nah I'm gonna go back to sleep yeah. and then she'll be gone in the morning and then you don't have to deal but with it but it's just anymore. like in the morning like even as a friend that mm-hmm. bothers me it's like I don't want that yeah, I agree. Like, when I'm with my friends, when I'm with, like... And I've told her, like, when I... Like, I have never dated somebody that is always on their phone. Ever. Like, I have never dated someone that I spent so much time with that was, like, on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like, people... There's been, like, I date people and they're like, Oh, can I respond to this message? Or can mm-hmm. I... Like, I need to get back to this person. Or, like, mm-hmm. I need to write an email. But it's like you acknowledge the person in front mm. of you, opposed to just uh, like just doing it, like just being like da 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 da. And yeah. she's like, "Well, you get on your phone," and I'm like, "Yeah, because we're not really." I've told her I was like, "Yeah, because we're not really spending quality time together." Like, yeah. I was like, "You can literally go anywhere and just sit with someone on your phone." Like, 
you don't have to be with me. Yeah. So the, that's like, I feel like, and for her, it's like she has a really hard time maintaining relationships. Mm. You know, so it's like my patterns. So it's like okay, one, it could be your patterns. Two, like you need to take a step back and like think about the things that you do in relationships and the things that you don't do mm-hmm. in this relationship it seems like there was a lot of like expectations that weren't communicated to you no I feel like they were I just didn't but you I didn't, keep saying I didn't learn like, I put bound, a boundary that they didn't put or like I did this and yeah and you you in your head probably thought you were being thoughtful of this person yeah exactly So it's like those are the little things that you should look at like like oh because it you made a lot in your story you made a lot of comments bringing it back to you like i fucked up i did this i missed my mark i didn't do this yeah i didn't blah 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 mm-hmm. but it's like what like were all of these things communicated to you in a way that would set you up for you to not like be in this situation or were they like expectations that were not talked about or communicated were I, they I think what what happened most of the time is that she, she would you know think things not immediately express them let them bottle up to the point where she needs a needs a break and then I'm caught off guard with everything that she said that she wanted but now she's at the point where she doesn't want to be there anymore if that makes sense but that's also like a very toxic cycle um i feel like 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 i'm good at like i told you i'm good at picking up body language cues so some i can always tell if something's bothering her or something's a something's up before it happens so i try to like meet it beforehand but sometimes i i like I said, I missed my mark. So I can't pick up on it bef- before it happens. Um, but yeah. Oh. But that shouldn't, like... Like, you, you know, you're saying, like, she would bottle things up, and it's like, we're... Like, you should be able to communicate mm. all of the things that, you know, were happening without getting to the point of like needing time away from each other like growing together means that you have a comfortable ass conversations Mm -hmm. and you are able to get through them Mm -hmm. or like break through Mm -hmm. i agree you know and and that's like where the growth is lots of malls um i'm i'm a hundred percent on the same page as what you're saying um, I'm I'm also if I'm if I'm committed to you I am committed to solving and working through I'm not I don't believe in breaks I believe in let's sit down and have this conversation and let us be on the same page about stuff that and that that me asking about where I stood and us moving in was literally me trying to get some reassurance on something that was bothering me at the time, you know? Like, I know she was in the studio a lot because her final semester, 
But I, I could have just, you know, pushed that to the wayside and just, you know, ride it out. But I was like, I want to know now before we get to a point where, like, we end up hating each other because we moved in and now I don't like you, you don't like me, and then we end on bad terms. You know what I mean? Even though right now I feel like we're on bad terms because... I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's bad terms, but that's just... Just me thinking the worst or me thinking that she just hates my guts. I don't know. That's just, again, my insecurity just flare up when I'm when I'm single. <laughs> um, but I will say I, I feel like she did communicate things well. It's just it takes time for me to put them in practice. And I often would say that I I probably took too long to put things in practice after they were said to me like it's a transition that's not easy for me to make especially when I'm an overthinker it's not just I change my behavior right then and there it's, it takes time for me to gradually get there and I and I do but it just I guess it just took too long you know um That's growth, though. Growth yeah. doesn't come immediately. In hours or days. Yeah. And then also, she, she, um, I, ch- I don't, I try not to like. So, when we, when we, we had that break in September of last year, um, she also told me that she was, you know, questioning certain things about herself. So I told, not I told her, I asked her. I was like, listen, if we're gonna spend, you know, the rest of eternity together. I need to know that you're comfortable with who you are as a person so that I don't get blindsided one day you wake up and you're like, oh, no, I don't want to be this person anymore. So I told her if she wants to see other people to, you know, confirm who she is as a person, go ahead and do that. So, I mean, and I told (laughs) I made the mistake of telling her not to tell me. I was like, if you do something with someone else don't tell me or you go on a date with someone else don't tell me just do what you got to do to get to your 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 point of understanding um which my mom told me is placing a lot of pressure on a person especially if they're honest with you they don't want to hide things from you and you're essentially asking them to hide something from you and i just wanted i didn't want to know so i didn't get my feelings hurt you know if if that makes sense um but she did She did end up telling me, like, the same night that we broke up, that she did hang out with someone, and she walked around the city with them for, like, five hours or something like that, and had a conversation with them that she couldn't have with me. I was like, oh, okay. That hurt. <laughs> um, what, what is... I didn't ask what the conversation was about, because sometimes you don't want to ask questions you don't want the answer to. So I was like, cool. Um kind of sucks that you, you you spend so much time with a person and you feel like you can't have a conversation with them about something but who knows what it was about it could have been about art which I'm not really knowledgeable on so of course you can talk five hours with someone who knows about art like I can talk five hours about cars not with her I would still try though but um that's where we are right now and um we in Oakland yeah, I'm tired. I'm 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 good off the uh 
estrogen, you know. I'ma just I'ma just I already made up my mind, so I'ma just stick to it, you know? What? Get my house, get my cars, get my animals, and that's it. I don't need anything else. I don't want a significant other again. And people are like, oh, you say that now. You say that. Yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing know. is, before, it takes two to tango, right? So I, ha- I have to meet someone some way to do any of that. I am not meeting anybody. I don't care. It's not happening. I don't use dating apps, and I'll never use a dating app again. You don't have to. I'm not talking to strangers in the street. If they'll talk to you. And I won't talk to them. Keep it's it short. And, no, if, if it's a dude, yeah, I'll talk a long conversation with a dude. We chop it up. A girl walks up to me, try to talk to me. I'm not talking to her. You're talking to me. I already know you. If you, if you in 2020 walked up to me today and tried to have a conversation after this, I would not be talking to you. I swear to God. Yeah, you would because I nope. would pursue. That's, that's fine. You meet a dead end. No, you <laughs> I literally would stop talking to you. I promise you. No. You don't know how stubborn I am. You really don't. Yeah, you're stubborn, but you're also a really good person. That's okay. I'm a good person. I'm going to be a good person to me. 